How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. The advice for self-care today is endless and can be yet another overwhelming job for women. Every episode, we trial a different self-care practice, live it to the letter for a week and report back to you on the results. Will it actually improve your well-being or will it be another waste of your time? We test out self-care so you don't have to. Welcome to Self-Care Club. What are your New Year's resolutions this year, Nicole? I didn't think you'd buy into all that, Lauren. I'm quite surprised. Oh, I really, really don't buy into any of it, but I bet that you do. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, I, of course I do. And this week is the perfect week for our practice of goal setting. I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. And this is Self Care Club. Hello, clubbers. Today, we are bringing you the ultimate January practice. No, don't worry. It's not dry January. Oh, thank God. We did that last <laughs> yeah, year, we didn't did. we? Yeah, we did. Because someone talked to me about it the other day and I thought, thank God. No, not, not again. Not, not again. No. The practice that is talked about everywhere you go and every post you see on social media, goal setting, sayings like new year, new you, surround us from the end of December right through to the end of January. And if you're anything like us, we find it all a bit overwhelming and a bit annoying with yeah. where to begin, especially in the midst of the Christmas January fog. I mean, I'm still in that fog. I'm definitely still in that fog. So I'll assume our clubbers are as well. And as always, Self Care Club have your back. And we are here today to break it all down for you so you get to step into what you really want to create for yourself in 2022. And it is an extra special show today. We have pulled out all the stop clubbers for this very specific subject. We have brought in the dynamic powerhouse that is Adrian Herbert as our expert of the week. And does she know how to set a goal? Adrian Herbert is a leading wellness professional, international TEDx speaker, podcast host and author. She is the epitome of the modern digital entrepreneur and she's also a director of innovation at the UK's leading fitness app, Fit. Adrian has delivered talks and workshops for brands such as Apple, Barclays, Amazon and Facebook to motivate and empower their employees. Adrian is best known for her weekly podcast, The Power Hour, that has over 2 million downloads and is rated five star on iTunes. She recently released her first book by the same title. Power Hour has been hugely popular in the UK and is currently being translated into five languages around the world. And we did this week's practice, didn't we? We did. Um, which you can listen to if you search through our past shows. I think we did it round about last April Something time. like that. I loved the Power Hour You week. did, you loved yeah. it. Yeah. Adrian is also mum to 10-year-old son Jude and is a mentor for young people via the Outrunners Charity Youth Programme. She's also an endurance runner and believes that ordinary people can achieve extraordinary things. Love that. She's on a mission to help others reach their goal and achieve success. And this is what she had to say. So 
Let, let's start talking about some goal setting because mm. that's what we're here. That's what you do absolutely brilliantly and what we want to bring to our listeners. Um, and we're doing a whole week on it. So yeah. what is your advice? And I know this is a big question of how to best sort of step into your goals. We've already done a week on asking for what you want. So by this point, we hope our listeners know what it is that they want to set for themselves. Mm. But how can they then step into setting these goals for 2022? Okay. Yeah, like you said, it is a big one. So I'm going to hog the mic. So feel free to jump in, interject anytime. I would say the first thing you have to do is assess and reflect. In order to set a goal for the future, you need to actually figure out where you are starting from right now. Everybody's start line might be different. So that's the first thing we've got to do. Figure out where are you at right now? Because it might not be that it's starting something brand new. It might just be kind of tweaking or changing, but start there. Where are you now? Then... Once you figure out, okay, what the big goal is or the small goal is, whether it's professional goal, personal goal, whatever it is, you have got to get specific about that goal. And I think you may have heard me uh, talk about this balance. So when I mean specific, I want details. I want to know every single thing about this goal so that you can visualize it. You want to, you should be able to tell me what it feels like, what it smells like, what does it look like, every single thing. So look at the goal and write down at least 25 things about it, the deadline, the time frame, potential blockers, barriers, things that could trip you up, things that inevitably, excuses, write them down so you can see them. This is an excuse that comes up when I'm trying to achieve this goal. See it there in black and white. Then more granular than that, if it's, a, you know, if, if you need to write down the financial things, like this is how much, this is how long that will take. If it's a person or a place, I need to reach out to this person, get their email address, write it on the paper, write it all out. So that if you handed that to somebody else, they could take that piece of paper and go and do that goal. That's how detailed it needs to be okay. because then you have got a plan. Then you've not just got a dream. Like I want to write a book. That's the goal. If you gave that piece of paper to somebody that said, right, but what's the book about? Who's the book for? When is it going to be published? How are you going to promote it? Like all the detail you can. So more detail, the better. Get specific about the goal. Definitely set yourself a timeline. And that doesn't mean a, a deadline. It means a timeline. So a timeline could be, okay, I want to achieve this within 12 months. So therefore, where do I need to be in six? Where do I need to be in three? What do I need to do this week? What do I need to do today? Think nice. about that timeline, you know, really look at it. And then along the way, give yourself little markers, times where you can, again, assess and reflect because you might need to course correct. If you get six months in and things have changed, we know how quickly things change, you might need to course correct. So then you're not cementing yourself. You're not wed to this idea that you said this goal, it can never, ever change because <laughs> that's not also, you know, it's not useful or helpful because I think people get stuck with that. They go, oh, well, I, I failed. I gave up when actually learning that you're on the wrong path is much better to course correct than to just keep going anyway. And then last but not least, this is the thing that I honestly believe has been the biggest game changer in my life and others that I've shared this with, with the seasons idea when it comes to setting your goals. I love this. I love this. Everyone listen up and grab a pen. Listen up and get ready for this because honestly, it changed my life. I'm someone I mentioned, big ambition, lots of different goals. So instead of trying to layer them on top of one another, so let's say, okay, I'm training for a half marathon in Croatia. I'm writing a book. I'm, uh, I'm consulting and working for a company. I'm putting, I'm doing uh, keynotes and I'm doing the slides. I'm interviewing guests for the pop. Come on. Like if you write them all on top of each other, you layer them up like a cake that is going to weigh on you. You get overwhelmed. You don't know where to start, where to finish. 
everything basically gets diluted and gets 10% of you. So nothing gets done to its best. But as soon as you decide to do things in season, so one season at a time, kind of alluded to this before, think about athletes when they train, they have training season, they have an off season, they have train, recover, compete. They don't do them at the same time. Yes. So once you allow, you see it, you're like, okay, cool. If this is the season of book writing, whilst I'm in that season, I know I'm going to have less time to see friends and family, less socializing. I'm going to probably have less time for training because a lot of my endurance training takes hours and hours and hours. So maybe I'm not going to be doing two hour runs. So this is the writing season. So you give yourself permission to wind down other things. You can communicate that to the other people, you know, with the boundaries, with family members, with colleagues and say, I can't take on that project at the moment. I can do it in six months or I can't, you know, come out and party and drink and do all these things at the moment because maybe it's a different season. But then what happens is you can really, really commit to the priority of that season and you can enjoy it so much more. So when I'm in my endurance training, when I'm training for that race in Croatia, I am going to be loving it because I literally will be like, this is my priority. Yes, I'm training. You know, the runs are going to be in my diary physio, recovery, sleep. I'm running, 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 running. That is You're what almost doing. making me want to train for a marathon. You see, <laughs> it's the season. But then after the race, after the finish line, you have that little come down and you're like, oh, you have that little rest period, recover period. Lean into that. That's the season of rest and recovery. And, you know, last August was the first time that I've taken a month off, probably in 10 years. I've never wow. taken a month off consecutively. So I took August off. And I'll be honest with you, that was party season. Nice. I wanted I wanted to have fun. I wanted to drink. I wanted to go crazy. I went to Wilderness Festival. I went to Soho Farmhouse. I went to, I went abroad. I literally was like, this is my season. This is my party season. I want, and people yeah. who know me as well, who are like, it's funny because they were like, oh my gosh, who are you? Like, you know, it's just, and I was like, this is the season. Just let yeah. me drink this wine and have fun and let my hair down. And then come September, we're back to business. But instead of trying to do it, you know, like all the time, everything, juggle, 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 spin all the plates. And then you never really feel like you do anything that well. Yeah. Just when you set these goals for the year, look at the year ahead and break it down. When are you going to prioritize each of them individually and enjoy that season? Okay. If someone's feeling stuck, they've got a goal, they've done their planning, but they're feeling very stuck in it. Mm. Just not going smoothly. They're not feeling it. What what advice would you have for someone in that situation? A couple of things. I think we've touched on this with, you know, if you really want it, right, you're mm-hmm. going to feel motivated to do it. You're yeah. going to feel excited by it. Like in, regardless of the, the facts, just the feeling, you know, yeah. how do you feel when you think about doing it? And that doesn't mean, you know, a big goal can be overwhelming. You could feel like you could feel fear, you could feel, but you still feel excitement with that fear because yeah. it's, it's something you want. Yeah. But if you're feeling stuck, so it might be that you need to start there and really dig deeper on that. Do you really want this? Is this something that other people think would be good for you? Is this something that, you know, you're looking comparison of other people and thinking, well, they're doing that. I should be doing that. If you really want it, you'll probably feel excited about it. But if you're feeling stuck because you simply, you know, you do want the thing, but you don't know how to get, go about it. Then usually I think that comes down to fear. I think it's either fear of of failure because, oh, I don't know if it doesn't work out. I think mostly at the moment, if I'm honest, I think it's fear of other people's judgment and criticism because we live in such a kind of 
visual world now, everything feels public. So as soon as you commit to something like you just mentioned, oh, I want to try and for a marathon, Nicole. If you then said, I don't really. <laughs> but, if you did, but if you then said, right, I'm doing a marathon and you told a couple of people and maybe you put it on Instagram, I feel like people then feel this weight of you've committed. Yes. You know, that I public do. thing. I, you actually said something at the Balance Festival in the in the talk because I was plant-based for nine months, right? And then I'm now not plant-based. Mm. And the amount of questions of when I went to plant-based and the amount of questions of when I stopped being plant-based and you actually touched on this yourself and I thought, oh my God, this has happened to me. And everyone's like, well, what do you mean you've gone plant-based? Well, where are you getting all your protein from? And why are you going to eat? And aren't you hungry? And what are you eating? And when are you eating? And why are you doing this? And it wasn't even it wasn't a massive decision. It was just something I fancied trying out. It was locked down. I was a bit bored. I wanted a bit of a focus. And then I wanted a smoked salmon bagel. I literally saw it in the shop. I picked mm-hmm. it up. I, I devoured it. And then the next day I needed tuna. Like obviously, whatever, it doesn't matter. And then, so I thought, right, okay, well, I'm not plant-based anymore. And I was very comfortable with both choices that I made like that. Yeah. But but the questions, well, what do you mean you're not plant-based? Well, don't you feel guilty? Well, why are you doing that? I thought you were plant-based. I thought you were going to be plant-based for it. It's like, well, I, yeah. I don't owe you anything with what I eat. So I've just changed my mind. That's what yes. you said. At the, you just, I changed my mind. That is, I changed my mind and I'm allowed to do so. And we don't have yeah. to be, yeah, our identity doesn't have to be bound to our choices. And exactly that. If 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 people could let go, if you're thinking I'm stuck because I do want to do this goal, but I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Is that is that the reason? Because you're going to have to explain to people, oh, yes. I'm going to start yes. this thing. Oh, but then what if you're not doing it anymore? Exactly as you said, then you have to tell them, oh, I was going to do that. Now I'm not. We're so afraid of other people, I guess, you know, what they're going to think, their judgment, their criticism, their concerns, their questions is exhausting. As you said, having to, having to justify ourselves and our choices to mother-in-law, sister, friends, whoever. And I think if we could really, yeah, have the confidence to let go of that, you know, really decide, okay, do you need to tell the whole world about it? Maybe you don't, if you don't want to, but if you do, you don't owe them an explanation to go along with it. You know, I'm trying this out. I'm giving this a go. I'm going to give it my all. It's important to me. I'm excited about it. And actually the people who love you and support you and want to see you happy should feel the same. They should go, you know what, if this makes you happy, if you're excited about it, if this is important to you, I'm going to support that. I'm going to get behind that. And if in six months, as you said, you change your mind. Great. Yeah. You've yeah. tried something. You know what you don't like. You know what's not great. Who wants to say the same? What a waste of life. I honestly, yes. I talked about this recently on, on my podcast. Someone asked me, we're talking about fear and what's the biggest fear. And my biggest fear is complacency. Who wants to stay the same? What a waste. If I'm the same person in 10 years time, what have I been doing? Yeah. What a waste. So yeah, I hear you. A chip Love it. it. Yeah. So that's Adrian giving us our week's practice. Wasn't she amazing? She's very motivating. She is, isn't she? She is like, when I look at her, I feel the words, get up and go. Yeah, yeah. I just look at her and see fresh and healthy and movement and sprightly and energy. Yeah. and yeah. Up, up, up. Yeah, I just love her. I love her. And Clubbers, for the full interview, because that was just a snippet, just for today's practice, tune in on Sunday for the bonus episode and our first bonus episode of the year in the club. And you can hear more from Adrian. And we really do get into loads of juicy stuff with her, don't we? Oh yeah, it's a good interview. So tune in for that. So how did you feel going into the week, Laura Mishcon? Not delighted. 
I really wasn't feeling like I wanted to set goals or even be in the mindset of setting goals. I just wanted to be in the mindset of wear tracksuit, sit on sofa, eat cry, cheese. eat cheese, drink gin, pretend that it's not January. I know. That. That. Yeah. However, I am a freak for a to-do list. <laughs> I have one on my phone. It's an endless list of running things. And I just thought, okay, you know, now's the time. I've got to dig deep. I've got to pull some shit together. Oh, good for you. Yeah. You didn't want to sit in the January fog any longer. I, I did want to. The worst parts of me wanted to, but I thought I better use this week's opportunity to, to get myself out of it. Get out of the funk. Well, that's why we're bringing it here. Yeah. And it's hard. How are you feeling? Awful. <laughs> Dreadful, tired, drained, yeah. fried, yeah. uninspired, yeah. irritated. Oh, wow. I was so irritated with all the positivity shit that I was seeing on social media. I just couldn't couldn't bear it. Why didn't you just come off? I did. I did. did. I wasn't like scrolling and then feeling worse and worse and worse. I was just... Yeah. And I obviously follow... Well, not obviously, but because I'm a coach, I follow a lot of coaches and a lot of you know, inspiring people that have motivating messages. They're really annoying in January, those they, people. They are. When you're not in the headspace. Yeah. They're really annoying. Who is in the headspace? Exactly. So I'm thinking, God, maybe I'm really annoying. Or are they just lying? Yes. Or are they just thinking, hey, it's January and I'm a motivational, positive speaker, so I better put up loads of sh quotes and shit on Instagram yeah. to make everyone else feel bad. Well, it's supposed to make people feel better. But it doesn't. No, I know. That's this toxic positivity. I just came off. Stuff. I just couldn't even look at it. I looked at it for one morning. I thought, fuck this. And that was it. I was off. But also, you can do that because you're not someone that's going to sit and wallow. You'll wallow for a bit and then you're done. Oh, yeah. You're not like going to wallow for weeks and months on God, end. no. No, but I, what I'm saying is that can happen to mm. people. But you trust mm. yourself. I trust myself. Mm. But I wouldn't allow myself mm -mm. to go down a, a rabbit hole for too long. No. And the thought of setting goals and the thought of actually doing any practice, I was just like repelled by the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Honestly. I think the the week between Christmas, New Year, funk, you know, when you don't know what day it is, Love you that. eat cheese every day, you drink wine at lunchtime and that's completely normal. Oh, it's amazing. Even though it's a Tuesday, but it could be a Sunday, who cares? That week just didn't seem to end. I know. And then Wasn't that glorious? No, I hated it. And then Why did you hate because it? Because I was so miserable with the whole Christmas letdown, like the whole thing. I just wanted it over. I just wanted the Christmas holidays done and the weather was terrible and uh, it was just over it. <laughs> <laughs> I was forcing myself to just enjoy the downtime because you know I'm not very good at that. Yeah. Like getting up late. Yeah. I wasn't getting up late. But I was. I didn't get up till 10 o'clock most mornings. Nice. I was already done my walk and my gym and everything <laughs> by then. But that's. But then I would just sort of sit on the couch and it would, I didn't have anywhere to go and it was okay. Mm, mm, but mm. it's hard to get into the mindset of goal setting when that's the space you're in, right? Yeah. 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 And should we be a little bit transparent here yeah. about the show? Yeah. Because we were due to release on the 4th of January without yeah, how to ask what ago. you want. Mm. But we just weren't in the mindset, were yeah, we? Our mojo's low. They were so low and we wanted to bring a good show. Yeah. And so... We needed to pull our shit together a little. We needed a few days, we did. didn't we? To so, regroup. So we kind of put everything back a week and mm. that really helped. Yeah. Well, the minute that pressure was off, mm. I felt a lot better. Mm. You? Yeah. Same. Okay, good. So just so you know, clubbers, we just always want to bring our best. And if we're not bringing our best, we're not bringing it. Right. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Correct. So tell me about your, your week of goal setting. I think I want to hear yours because mine was a bit of a disaster. Oh, mine was a bit like, like I... Are you telling me now or are you not telling me? You see, it seems to be like you're telling me. So. so come on, let's just get it, just rip the plaster off. Okay. Okay. Well, I listened to what Adrian had to say. Yes. I listened to it a few times. Yeah. And the first couple of times I was like, I can't, I love her, but I just can't, I just can't do it, I just can't do it. Mm. And then I thought, right, no, come on. What is it you want for yourself yes. for 2022? Yes. Right, now I was in the absolute midst of the 11 plus. Oh, it's hell. Now, if you don't know what the 11 plus is, oh. it's when your child is leaving primary school and you're sitting her, sitting them for secondary schools. And it's called the 11 plus because they go after they're 11. And it's a very competitive process. And it, there's like, 400 children going for about three places yes. and it's just a nightmare. It's torture for both child and parent. Yes. And I have a very reluctant child. She doesn't want to do any work. So I was just, I guess that was my goal throughout this whole, because I couldn't see past that. Yeah. Today yeah. is the last day. Yay! She's actually sat in an exam currently as we're recording this. And so we're done. Yeah. We're yeah. done, done, yeah. done. So I can actually, I just couldn't even see past it. No, it's a, it's a fog. Are you going to celebrate tonight? Yeah. Well, no, Something. because everyone's, she's at football and my oh, other kids, okay. are, they're, we're, they've all got activities right. and no one's around. But, so, but yes, we will definitely celebrate yeah. at some point. So I looked at what I wanted. Yeah. Now, most of the time, goals in at the beginning of the year are usually health related, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's, I want to improve on my fitness levels or I want to eat a bit better or blah, blah, blah. Now, that is all you're, you're done. It's all in yeah. place for me. Yeah. I mean, what am yeah. I going to do? You know, yeah. my fitness goal for 2022 is obviously to be fitter, stronger, faster. But that's always there. Yeah. So I can't, there was nothing to do there. My food, again, I ate like an absolute, absolute crap over Christmas, but you're meant to. You and I'm good to. with that. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and yesterday was a bit of an off day, but it's fine. Mm. It's all in place. Mm -hmm. And then I, so I felt a bit lost outside mm. of that. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, like, what am, what am I going to do? But isn't that a good place to be? Like, you know, the things that are important to me and the goals that I should be setting, they are already in place. That's a pretty positive place to be. I mean, most people really have to really dig deep and work very hard to get anywhere near that. But I have. You dug have. deep. But and I have worked just, very hard. You know, it's not just happened. No, but it's how you kind of just live now. It's my lifestyle. Yeah. Totally yeah. my lifestyle. And my husband's now stepped into it a bit more, so I'm pleased about that. Yep. There is one thing that mm -hmm. was really playing on my mind is that I don't want to do what I don't want to do. Oh, yes. Do you feel that? I'm living that <laughs> now. <laughs> my friend, Lauren Mishcon, said to me last week, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but it does have a point. She said to me last week, when I first met you, you used to love everybody. <laughs> and now you don't really like anyone. What's happened? <laughs> I cannot tell you how this has played on my mind. And then you said your husband. <laughs> then I told Adam because yeah. I was so perturbed by it. Yeah. So I said, Lauren said this, what do you think? He goes, I told you that ages ago. Yeah. So apparently it would seem that I have very little patience for very few people. Yeah. And I think what's happened is COVID. Yes. I think that's what it's just taught me that life is precious. Life is short. Yeah. Don't waste your time with people that you don't want to be with. Yes. So that's kind of 
a little bit of my motto going forward. But then I realised this week, it's like, right, well, I, I'm going to walk the dog. Let's start to make some arrangements and who I want. Yeah. Well, okay, who do I actually want to see? Yeah. And the list is very short. That's fine. No, I feel really empowered by this. Yeah. Because if I'm not walking with those few people that I want to see, I'll walk on my own. So setting my goals. So it was firstly figuring out what my goals were. Yes. Not to spend time with people I don't want to spend time right. with. Feel really empowered yep. about that. I've kind of seen that that that's just gonna marinate Good. and just work it through yeah. way through. And the eleven plus mm. is getting my daughter, just getting her to do the work every day, setting the goal of that, just working to the tenth of January, which is today, working to that, and then we can celebrate. And then, I mean, I picked up all the old eleven plus papers that are all around my house, yes. and I chucked them all in the bin this oh. morning. Been amazing. So it's so refreshing. The other thing is, I yeah. I kind of set sub goals mm-hmm. pretty much every time. Not every time I'm in the gym, but I would say every other week there will always be something that I beat. I'll always okay. be what they call a PB, a personal best. Yeah. And so that's about setting a goal. And I mm-hmm. walked in a few weeks ago, and my trainer said, "Right, I want you to lift 100 kilos on a deadlift." And I said, "There's no way I can do that. Last time I did it, I injured myself and I couldn't move for three weeks." Yeah. And he said, "No, no, you're ready, you're ready, you're ready." And last week we did it. I watched the video. I told my kids about the video. They did not believe me. I showed them the video evidence. They were like, "Yep, strong. That is good." Did they? Yeah. Yeah. There was like. Teenage boy nodding of approval. Really? Which teenage boy? Both. both, (gasps) both. I showed them at the dinner table. They were like, no, she didn't lift that. I was like, she did. And here's the video. But in my gym, 100 kilos on a deadlift is not strong. Oh, no, I'm just saying. Come on. No, but isn't that amazing? It's crazy. I've always got somewhere. (laughs) It's not, but it's not. There's (laughs) there's girls lifting 120 in there. And let me tell you, 20 kilos at that level is is enormous. So I've always got somewhere to push to. And I love that. So I'm always pushing forward in that respect. And it's a very specific goal. And it's, you know, literally like a number. So that's good because you can see it. It's very reachable. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's a lot of goal setting naturally set up in my life. Yes. Because I've obviously You've been You've structured doing, it that way. I've structured it yeah. that way. So for me to then this week step into what my goals were, I mm. really struggled. Mm. So there wasn't anything specific, but I will say that actually I think that this is just how I run my life now. Good. Which I think is great. Well, I would say that maybe you're like quite goal orientated generally. Yes. I, and I definitely am with my fitness. Amazing. Definitely. Amazing. So that's my week. Okay. Well, I don't think that's a flop of a week. That's quite a good week. Well, I didn't really go through the steps that Adrian told us to do with the writing everything down and, you know, writing everything about it. What is it you want about it? How does it make you feel? All of that amazing advice that she's given, which I think is really important. I didn't go... So I felt like a bit of a fraud because I didn't actually go through the steps. And we normally do. But I think you pinpointed where your goals are, what areas they're in, and you realise that actually you already have a natural process of how you achieve them. So I think that's good. Yeah. Well, thank you. So come on. Okay. So I took my time to assess and reflect the advice from Adrian. What were my goals? That's her question. What are your goals, right? So I think the first thing was, the most important thing was, I just had to really, really get very real with myself and say that all the things that everyone plans to do in January, lose weight, stop drinking, exercise more, I just had to really be very, take a long, cold, hard look at myself and just go, that is just not going to happen. (laughs) 
And that's the truth of it. <laughs> and even thinking about I think them, most people thought that was going in a completely different direction. Even thinking about it, even like the process of thinking through what that might look like, just made me want to eat and drink more like to rebel against even the thought of it. So I had to, my reflection was... We are so different. Yeah, but this was my reflection. I am nearly 44 years old. I am the person that I am. And the fact that it is now January is not going to magically transform me into some exercise-loving, non-bread-eating teetotal. That's the truth. Hooray. Okay. Own who you are. Love who you are. Respect who you are. I am here for that. Thank you. And to add to that, I I am heavy right now. I made the big mistake of weighing myself between Christmas and New Year. Never do that, that clubbers. Never do that. That was stupid. I I don't like what the scales say, but... Do we ever though? No, but I can live with it. And also, as we always say here, your weight is the least interesting thing about you. And even I am not that interested in my weight to deprive myself of anything in order to address that. And once I just accepted that, I felt much better. Good. Oh, that's an amazing goal. I think you hit a very good goal there. Acceptance of who I am and where I am at. Right now. Love it. It is not an easy January. I am not feeling my tip-top self. And now is not the time for me to be setting the goal of, yes, let me just deprive myself of everything I like and start some fucking exercise regime because I should because it's January. No, fuck that. This is where I am in my (laughs) headspace and I'm fine. Is this your justification of why your goals aren't around your physical health? I don't feel I need to justify it. I just feel, I just looked at it. No, but you you just did though, which is fine because we've all enjoyed the little rant. Okay, thanks. <laughs> anyway, that was that. So what is your goal? Okay, so I broke my goals down into short-term goals, mid-term goals, longer-term goals. 90% of all of this was already on my ever-present to-do list, which lives on my phone, but I thought it needed putting into action. So very short-term goals. Two of my children's birthdays are in January. This is a bit of a head fuck, especially straight after Christmas. So things needed putting into place. Cakes needed ordering, presents needed ordering, parties needed organising. So it's I goals just... for you. Yes, but that is the goal for me. Sort out the kids' birthdays because that is a big mental load. Done. Okay. Tick. Okay. Done. Um, okay. Midterm goal. Okay. I mean, okay. Midterm goal. I don't know how... I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that... That is... I know it's their birthday, but it is my, my I get mental it's your, load. I know it's your job. Yeah. To, to deal with it. Yeah. So that's done. But you would have done that anyway. I would have done, but I wanted to get it done in one day. Tick. Done. Set the goal. Sort the birthday. I'm, he- I'm ready and waiting on the edge of my seat to hear about a goal you set for yourself. Okay. This The second goal is also, it is sort of for myself, but not really for myself. There are lots of things in the <laughs> house. Anyone sensing a thing no, here? There are lots of things in the house that needed completing. E.g. Carpet cleaning. E.g. This needs recovering. You know, things that you look at every day and you're like, this is annoying me. I can't me. even begin to tell you how many there are. This is annoying me, but I just don't have the headspace or the time to do that. I'm procrastinating. So I did all my research. I sent all my emails. I've got all my quotes and I have dealt oh, with it. Nice. I've tackled it. Nice. So that is the, that was the sort of short to midterm goal. So this is all mental load stuff. You're just completing, ticking off. Nice. I don't want to walk around my house come February, March, noticing the things that need doing that I just haven't got around to doing. Tick. Then, slightly longer term, I looked at my 
doula work and I looked at the births that I've got booked for this year. I got all my paperwork in order, so I felt very organised for what was going on. When have you been doing all this? Well, in the last week, last two weeks, basically. Then I realised and reflected that until my spring babies start arriving, I have got some spare time over the next three months where I'm less busy. And my goal was, I would like to be useful. In this spare time, I would like to use it to be useful, to do something that means something to me, something that I feel invested in, something that is to do with my community. So I signed up to volunteer at my local food bank hub. Nice! And I filled in all the paperwork and I decided that there's a list of jobs that you can do there. So you can you can be a person who people drop food at you, you can do deliveries. But I decided that my talents lie in organising and sorting so I'm going to be at the actual hub. I'm going to be taking in all the deliveries and I'm going to be organising food boxes. I think you're going to be at the same hub as my dad. <gasps> my dad volunteers there three days a week. Well, I'm going to be volunteering there. Good um, for you. That is so great and noble. And I've got my first shift this week. Nice. So so that was, I felt like that was a good goal because I've been thinking about it and mulling it over. Oh, you get an A it into plus place. for that thank one. Thank you, thank you. Okay, and then the last one oh, was... this more. Yep. I took a very cold look. God, you're helping out like the hungry and I'm lifting a stupid weight. I mean... Well, I'm not <laughs> lifting a weight. but No, but you know what I mean. Yours is all noble it's and for noble. the greater good. I just yes, wanted it is. to yes, it is. just do, do something useful with my spare time because I'm not going to be spending it in a gym. So I took a very cold, cold look at my finances for the next six months. Ooh. January is tax month. Oh. And I have a credit card balance that I want to pay off. So I put measures in place to ensure that I am earning enough money over the next six months to deal with both of those situations. And that is all in place. And I feel totally in control. And I feel like I've actually achieved quite well this week. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. You you did the week properly. I may be fat and mildly functioning fat. alcoholic, but, I, but I'm doing good things. <laughs> I've got my head in my hands, Fubbers. Have you? Because as we all know, firstly, <laughs> stop. Firstly, yeah. don't call yourself names. Okay. Okay, because that's just not cool. Okay. Secondly, you've done really, really well. Thank you. Very proud of you. Thanks. I think that I should be volunteering and doing something. I actually can't wait to be with Tony if he's going to be there too. That's I wonder if it's the same hub, but I can only imagine it is. Probably. Anyway, yeah. but he's loves it there. Does he? Yeah, loves oh, it. He has a great time. And just well done. Thanks. So that's my week. Interestingly, it's interesting that your goals like made me feel slightly less than. Why? No, I'm just bringing that here because I think that's something that women do very automatically. Like my goals were all like, well, I didn't even really have a goal. Like it was the 100 kilos thing. It's just, it's so non-worthy. It's not non-worthy. It is non-worthy because it doesn't help anybody else. Yes, it keeps my body strong. But do you know what I mean? Like you helping out the food bank is, is important. And it's great. It's important to me because I had to sit and think about what bothers me. When I hear about what's going on in the world, what bothers me? And what really bothers me, like more than anything else, and I'm sure it's because I'm a Jewish mother, is the thought of like kids coming home from school and their mums going without dinner because if they eat, then there's nothing for their kids. I can't stomach it. I can't stand the thought of it. And I can't fix that in the biggest way. But I thought I just feel like I need to do something, a small thing, because it bothers me that much. So that that was that. I love it. Okay. I love it and I'm proud of you. Thank you. So I know I'm just bringing, I just want to highlight that, like that whatever anyone else's goals are, it shouldn't take away from your own 
personal goals no. because they're yours. Yes. And I just let that happen very briefly and I'm just naming it. Okay. So that in case anyone else feels that, and if, you know, when you're on social media and you can see that someone's, oh, you know, I've lost three kilos in the month of January and I feel great and that's going to make someone else feel bad because they haven't, because their process is different. That I think there's a lot of that comparison going on and it can be very toxic and it can be very destructive. It really can. And, and I felt a lot of that exact stuff, that exact stuff, because always in January, what comes up is all of that, the diet culture and the exercise and the food, what to eat and what to, you know, and I realised that the easiest way to not get into that is just to not yeah, look at it. Yeah. Just don't look at it. Yeah. So I've stopped because yeah. all it was doing was making me feel bad about myself. Yeah. Yeah. You should look like this. You should be doing this. You, you should, should, yes, should, this should. is what you should be stepping. You're told as what you should want to do for yourself. And what you should want to look like in an ideal world. And actually, when I'm not looking at it and I'm, that message isn't being like force fed down my throat... I don't feel bad about myself There's anymore. a lot of people on social media that I noticed, you know, I, I follow a lot of body positivity yeah. advocates and their messages were amazing this January. And in the run-up to January, don't let the diet culture get to you. Don't let the messaging get on top of you. Just know that they're just selling a business. They're just trying to make money. Don't let it... And there was a lot of this much more positive messaging of you don't have to get sucked into this. You are allowed to have eaten at Christmas and have... Di- uh, and have you know, reveled in food and drink and enjoyed yourself and just relaxed because, you know, you work hard throughout the year. Like just allow that Christmas period to have happened Mm. without then having to punish yourself in January by starving yourself. It is punishment for a lot of people. And also, of course, obviously, if you're running some sort of business that's to do with anything diet, weight loss related, this is your prime month to get in there. Yeah. It's all sales. It's all business. Yeah. And And just have that, I guess, have that awareness. Well, don't look at it. Come off for a week. Yeah. And just be careful over who you're following. Yeah. And what you're consuming. Because that can really get into your head. Yes. Should we summarise? Yes. What worked? Being put in a position where I was forced to tackle the tasks that I have been procrastinating over. And I suppose it's a bit like Adrian's Power Hour. It was sort of, for me, a bit of an extension of that. Yeah. Like power through the tasks, tick them off, feel better. Yeah, nice. And I and, it, and I did. Yeah. That was what and worked. And do you feel better? Has your mood lifted? Yeah, I feel less in the funk. Yeah. I don't feel like, yeah, here yeah. we go. Yeah, let's Come do on, this. January. Yeah. Let's run a marathon. I don't feel like that, <laughs> but I feel less like it's a bit of an effort just to lift a remote <laughs> as I put another Ferrero Rocher in my mouth. I feel less like that. I love a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> what worked for you? I guess getting out of that mental fog yeah. of everything's shit, January's shit, I feel shit, I can't be bothered. Like You're allowed to be there for a bit because that's where we are yep. and everything is hard and difficult, but don't stay there. Mm. It doesn't help. Mm. Just know when it's enough. Mm. Enough's enough. And I guess that's what I got from this week. So having to think about what I want to set for myself, mm. like what do I want for 2022, mm-hmm. even though a lot of it repelled me. Yeah. It is actually quite... <laughs> helpful. Yes. And the answers are quite surprising, I found. Mm. You know, a lot of it's in place for me and I'm really going to stick to being with the people that I want to be with. Mm. I really am. I'm totally here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything didn't work? I feel like I didn't follow the steps properly. Well, I did don't feel like I, I didn't follow the steps properly. So I feel a bit like a fraud this it's week. It's not too late. 
you can still bring it to the epilogue if oh, there's yeah, another goal. If there is a specific goal that you you mull over in the week. Yes. You feel like you want I to I have bring. got something brewing. Okay, actually. good. Good. It involves okay. you. Oh. I'll bring it to the epilogue. Okay. How interesting. Mm, so maybe I'll do that. Okay, okay, thank you for that. All right. And and you? Um, anything that didn't work for me. No. No, I think this this worked pretty well. It's good, isn't it? It's, I think she's, it's a she's, pretty good she's practice. She's great, Adrian. Yeah, she's, she's great. She knows her stuff. She she knows what she's doing, this woman. Okay. And is it coming in the club? I think it's coming in the club. It's got to come in the club. Yeah. But then if you also, if you're not in the mood to set a goal, you don't have to. Well, you could set the goal to try and ease yourself out of the mood where you don't want a goal set. Even that <laughs> was really powerful, right? Yeah. Even that. Yeah. yeah. So that's our show on goal setting. Remember, we'll be back on Friday with our epilogue show where I'm going to bring my mystery goal to the show. Should I be scared or excited? Excited. Okay, good. That's- Excited. Okay. And we have another show on Sunday for you. So we've got yeah, three shows special. this week because we are just giving you the love, mm. aren't we? Yeah. Because it's January yeah. and it's blue and so it's you dark. You deserve it. You do deserve it. Thank you for listening. If you want to be in touch with anything that you want to tell us, anything you want to share with us, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. You can DM us there. Because you can. We, only I answer the DMs. Oh, no, no. Lauren's been much better, actually. I have. With the I merch. Have, with You've the been merch. answering all the merch. We're about to launch a January sale. We are. We have literally, have water when I tell you this, we have four sweatshirts left. That is it. That is it. So if you want one, please hurry up. DM us. They're all one size. Just navy. Do, four navy left. Three navy, one pink. That's the whole stock. And then the stock is gone. And we're not doing it again. No, we're not. So there are four. If you want one, get on it. Um, and we do have water bottles and everything is going on sale. Yes. So DM us. Yes. But we'll we'll guide you in the right direction yeah. on that. So, But make sure you're following us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We will be back on Friday and we'll speak to you then. Bye-bye. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.